the VO meter, measuring your voiceover progress. The VO meter is brought to you by voiceactorwebsites.com, Vocal Booth to Go, podcastdemos.com, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and IPDTL. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. So Sam, I was curious, what kinds of work does Lotus specialize in? And since you've worked at a variety of different studios, what do you feel makes Lotus different? So first off the bat, the thing that makes Lotus different is the fact that they are very warm, open, and welcoming. That is, I would definitely say coming from a radio background, extremely rare to find. You know, it could be pretty cutthroat for radio, even if you're not in New York. Like, there are plenty of markets that are just a little gritty. So, you know, to come here in a place where I get to produce and be creative and be me, it's really appreciated. And I love being able to come here to work every day for that reason. And I know the talents love it for that reason, too. That's amazing. So speaking of the talent, um, our listeners are new talent, new to the business. And you work with a lot of talent like both remotely and in studio. So what are some things that they should be aware of or what kind of qualities are you looking for in the talent you work with? I would say probably the two most important, in my opinion, are a solid home studio and you have to be responsive. So, you know, I understand there are newer people in the industry. There are a lot of gatekeepers in this industry and a lot of confusion and honestly probably fear of technology and trying to set up your own studio. Definitely. Um, you, yeah, it's like I personally, I try to break down walls. I don't like gatekeepers. So I am always constantly just giving out information. Just email me. I will give you as much information as you need to set up a home studio. And, you know, just making sure that you get it on point and... No, that's fine. I mean, and I, I yeah. understand completely because I, I actually have a number of YouTube videos and things like that demystifying the studio tech and just using accessible language that doesn't make it intimidating. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. I feel like everybody's like, oh, well, what's your audio chain? How's your preamp? It's like, you know, that, that really scares people sometimes. Yeah, yeah that really kind of scares people. And I don't like that. I try to really make it in such a way that somebody can understand, like saying, oh, yeah, your interface is the, your translator between your XLR mic and your computer. This is how they talk to each other. So I just try to make it really easy for people to understand. So obviously getting a home studio on point, uh, doing your research, not getting sucked into fads and crazes with microphones that then put you in a money pit. And <laughs> yeah. then that, that's a big <laughs> problem. not know anything like, about that. <laughs> yeah, so not getting sucked into the crazes. Um, doing your research, and then probably the other half of that was being responsive. So, you know, people are like, hey, I really want to audition for you. I really want to start booking with you guys. So we send you an audition, but then we never hear from you, or you send it to us three days late. That's not the best way to kind of put yourself out there. So just make sure mm -hmm. that if you're really vested in this, you're actually putting your energy into it. So we asked Jim this question, but what about from your point of view in in the studio, have you ever had a talent, have an example of behaving badly? Or has there ever been uh, a talent that really surprised you by, I don't know, showing up with a box of donuts or uh, oh, sending yeah. you a thank you note? <laughs> um, I will probably, like, let me get the bad one out of the way first. Um, <laughs> so talent comes in and he's, you know, I go by Sam. Um, I don't go by Samantha. So I do that on purpose because, honestly, a lot of people don't get to see me face-to-face -face until they actually come into the studio. 
So mm. there's a level of respect I get right off the bat, which would be weird for them to pull back once they see me. Mm. So somebody was meeting me for the first time and they go, oh, I didn't know they let females engineer. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. It's 2019. So, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's not the first one, nor will I will it be the last. I am quite sure of that. Uh -huh. But um, so that was a bad one. Um, the good one is that everybody knows I love food, so they know I'm a pushover if you just like get me cha cha matcha or like a bunch of donuts or cookies. Just <laughs> get me baked goods. Good to the know. Best, the, the way to my heart is to my stomach. Just bring me food. And people constantly, <laughs> people constantly like bring me food and snacks and things like that. And I always appreciate it, especially because if they know me well enough, they know what to get me. So that's the best part. And also, you know, obviously being nice, being respectful. I try to be friendly with people. Um, I try to make friends with the people who are talents here. So as long as you're just open and you're willing to have a relationship, let's just do that. It'll be great. So how much what? interaction do you do you want from the talent you're working with? And when is it too far? So can a talent, for instance, offer suggestions on a mic to use? Or would that be something you'd frown upon? You mean like asking me for advice on what to do for tech? No, I mean in the studio. Like if someone says, hey, I'd really like to use a SM7B, for instance. Or is that something you'd frown upon, having suggestions on your job from the talent? Or do you like a cooperative relationship? Well, I mean, let's say if there's an out-of-town talent that it's like, hey, I'm bringing my mic with me. Do you mind if I just hook it up at the studio? Um, we say, hey, these are the mics we have. But, they, but if they say, oh, no, because it's with a client, it's like, yeah, it's no problem. Bring your mic here. Um, we have professional-grade mics here. We, we never really have to worry about anything. And I think people trust us enough to never worry about our setups. But, um, you know, and in terms of interaction, if somebody needs to get in touch, like, hey, I'm redoing my home studio. I don't know what to do for my microphone. I'm trying to upgrade my tech. What should I do? You know, I'm always really open. You know, keep in mind, we are kind of busy. We are doing production work. We are doing mixing and mastering here as well. So that does take up time. But if I have a little free time, I'm more than happy to answer questions. I'm not trying to um, shun anybody. It, it never bothers me. Thanks for listening to the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. To follow along, please visit www.vometer.com. The VO Meter is powered by IPDTL.